you get wine drunk, just be careful when you wipe your asshole. <laughs> This is Ryan. And we're queer. And please buy a souvenir so we don't go broke. <laughs> I think that's your best one that you've done so far. Um, disclosure, <laughs> I had to look up what rhymes with queer so that I didn't just rhyme it with beer or cheer this time. <laughs> so we don't have souvenirs. We don't have souvenirs right now, but if you comment on our Tumblr, I will make you a souvenir, and I will mail that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, has Alex ever gotten back to us about mailing him his package? I don't know. I actually haven't looked at our Tumblr in a while. Let's check. <laughs> so we've been a little AWOL. As you know, um, Ryan had to move away, and we both had our own shit going on, but we're back now. And I have so much randomness that it's not even flowing, so I feel like it's going to be 45 minutes of just random thoughts I've had for the last month. Oh, same. I literally made, like, point forms. So people are better that are listening to they better appreciate it, because I have had one exciting life for the past... How... how, how like, three months? Has it been three months already? Like... Jesus Christ. I literally need everyone to have the expectation that you need to be a squirrel for the next, like, hour to accept everything mm. that we're about to spew. Yes, and our next podcast, I have something planned, so it'll be much more formal, but not this one, not today. You just be ready for some stories. <laughs> also, I just checked our podcast, and nothing... Nothing, no messages, no questions, no anonymity. I feel very unloved right now. (laughs) I do too. That's so unfortunate. Mm, That's sad, oh well. So if you're listening, please send us some positive love at (laughs) queerscoutspodcast.tumblr.com. Please. Like like it would shock us, shake us if we bought a fucking comment on our Tumblr. Because it is so non-existent at this point. It would shake us more than all the the hurricanes in the states. <laughs> you mean the earthquakes? <laughs> Whatever weather. Weather's weird. Because we both have probably a stack of points that we want to speak about. Um, and some of these things I have not told Brian about. So Okay, you go with your first point. Okay, so my first point is I tried the Diva Cup and it was terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all I all I envision is having this like this like um this drain catcher and you're trying to like take it out of your vagina and <laughs> you literally just spill like all of this red gooey paint all over the floor and then you're like well okay. i'm not cleaning that up and you just walk out of the bathroom okay so this is how it went i ordered my diva cup on amazon prime knowing that i am very regular i get it every month and I got it just in time for the first day of my period. Okay, we had a guest on, I think, in July. One of Ryan's friends came on and said that she is super religious to the Diva Cup, loves it. And I was like, okay, well, if she loves it, I'm probably going to love it, okay? 
So I, there are like three different ways that you can pull this motherfucker up and shove it up your hoo and then it just magically unfolds. Oh my god, pause. Like- pause. <laughs> okay, I just had this image of when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, is the Diva Cup like this circle, um, this plastic circle that, do you remember as a kid, you got these plastic circles that you would put on the ground and then you'd push in and then they would use the yes. suction and pop out? Yes. Oh yeah, my God. very much like that. So okay. it pops out your vagina. <laughs> So that's essentially what you do. You like hold it up, shove it up your hula, um, and then you like pull it down or like twist it or put your finger around it to make it unfold, okay? But how does it Sounds feel simple. when it's up there? Sounds simple. I'm getting there. <laughs> Sounds simple. It was not. Um, and trust me, there was enough liquid going down there that there was lots of lubrication. Um, and so I pulled it up there. It barely fucking fit in my vagina, first of all, okay? That's how fucking tight I am, and apparently that's not a thing, but it it barely fit in there as it was. I don't know how dicks get in there, honestly, because I don't really use, like, dildos, so I never really thought about it, but guys do kind of have a struggle getting it in there sometimes. Anyway, shove this fucking thing up there, finally get it in, and it won't fucking unfold. So I'm like, okay. I literally am in my bathroom. I have my laptop propped up on the radiator. I've got my foot up on my claw bathtub. <laughs> trying to fucking <laughs> get this shit figured out while I'm watching a YouTube video. Not realizing that my bath- my bathroom door is wide open. And, like, it leads onto, like, onto, like, the, like, you come up the stairs of my house. And, like, bam, the bathroom. Okay, so like if anybody were to walk in, thank God nobody didn't, they would have seen me trying to fucking get this diva cup to unfold my vagina and there's blood everywhere. (laughs) I feel like this is where a killer comes in and stabs you because you're in a vulnerable position and it'd be a really funny like horror movie. Right? So I'm trying to get this motherfucker to unfold, and I'm like, nothing's fucking working. I've watched five YouTube videos at this point. None of the tricks are working. There's barely enough room for me to get my finger in there to go around the lip of the cup. Like, it's just not happening, okay? So I'm starting to cry because I'm so stressed out over this fucking look up where it's just like, girl, stop trying. Like, go back and use the fat or something. But I really wanted to to work out and I feel like there's something wrong with my vagina because it's too tight for me to use a diva cup. (laughs) (laughs) It just wasn't working for me. So it just ended up being a bloody mess and I left it at that. I will never try it again. So if you have used the diva cup and it's worked for you, you can go to our Tumblr and let me know. So fucking working for me. Did you post that diva cup on like used uh like Craigslist for anyone who wants to like pop, <laughs> like play with it as a oh toy? Oh my god, I'm sure somebody would love it. Yeah. Oh my god, ew, ew. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so okay, that's that segue. My very first point. It no, was a fail. <laughs> to segue. <laughs> this is a public service announcement. If you have children, you are allowed to put them in strollers. 
If you have little dogs the size of like a Yorkshire Terrier, you do not have the right to put them in a stroller and push them around. No. What the fuck, people? In Montreal, I've seen more little dogs in motherfucking strollers than kids in strollers. Stop. Just stop. It's a dog. If it can't walk, then maybe you should leave it at home. I've seen so many people in my neighborhood and I just can't. I just can't. Ew, And I understand that my neighborhood is super bougie and that most people don't have kids here and they have these like really expensive little dogs, but literally no. Like I feel like they're scared that the dog is going to step on the cement or dirt and get their apartment like dirty but do not buckle them in to this stroller that you probably spent five hundred dollars on for a dog oh my goodness so your Uh, next point my next point is that what you said yes okay so my next point is titled baby fish because i'm gonna fucking tell you all about it So, remember when I went on that date and with a guy that I literally, like, thought was going to be my husband? He's still kind of kicking around. We'll get to it, okay? So, he bought me this, these fish, like, like seven fish or something like that, from PetSmart, okay? And it was kind of a cute date. Like, we got the fish, and then, just a quick recap, we got the fish, and then we came back to my place, and we ordered a fuck ton of pizza, we ate the pizza, we had sex, and then he started texting his ex, so I picked him out. <laughs> okay? Cool story. And so, we didn't... That, yeah, so, I'm still stuck with this fish, and um, there are currently... Okay, so, well, how do I go about this story? So, we went away, me and my brother and his girlfriend, went a, we went home for Thanksgiving weekend. So, like, four days, Okay. The fish were great. We fed them. We left a little pellet in it that, like, releases food or whatever into the water. We come back, and I'm so excited to see my fish. I'm like, ah, are you ready to eat? I love talking to my fish and telling them how much I love them. And I go up to the tank, and I'm like, wait, there's a fucking baby fish in here. There's another fish in here. It's literally so small. It's, like, less than the size of your pinky nail, like, so little, Okay. So I was like, it's a miracle. Like, I thought all these fucking fish, because usually fish from PetSmart PSA die. (laughs) They die, like, but I have a baby, and I'm like, oh, my God, cool. Like, we got a baby fish. And they're, like, so weirded out. I was like, it's probably just a coincidence, you guys. Like, one fucking baby fish, okay? And um, this past week, I started talking to this guy again, kind of, and, like, we had a really big falling out, but now we're, like, talking again, and I went to go feed the fish one night, and I noticed that there was another baby fish in there. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, there's another fish in here. Like, get my brother and his girlfriend to come downstairs, look at the fish. And we're like, holy fuck, there's another one. Like, there's two new baby fishes in the fucking tank, right? walk away for a second, I'm getting the vapors, I'm sweating, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not a sign, this is not a sign right now, like, we need to calm down, this is fine. Go back to look at the fish after freaking out, and there's a third one. There's a third baby fish. 
So now, all in all, um, I have four baby fish in my fish tank from the fish that um, this guy bought me, and there's more that looks like they're on the way because my fish are really fucking fat for no reason. Oh my god! So basically, so hashtag you, yes. fertile myrtle. What I want to ask you is, is this a sign? Should I continue talking to this guy? And if you don't have my babies, like, what's going on? I even called the PetSmart location. I was like, hey, like, I picked up these fish in July, and they're all of a sudden having babies. I don't understand. And they're like, what? That's so weird. Like, that never happens. Like, I was like, well, it fucking happened. So apparently it's an anomaly. Apparently I... it's, like, super abnormal. It's... If people know otherwise, go to our summer page and let me know. But, like, four baby fish from from different fishes, it's crazy. Okay, it's so. Crazy. Um. Uh, so in my master's program, we've done a lot of um, symbol work and learning about dreams and whatnot. So I'm going mm-hmm. to look up. Uh, what the sim the dream symbol is of fish giving birth? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and we were we're gonna analyze this. I haven't even looked it up, but it's not a dream. This is real. Life. I know, I know, but I more real. But I feel yeah, like this could be okay. really cool. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> Oh no! I don't know. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Okay, well this one is positive. God. Okay, so this one is like interesting. So one of them is um, giving birth to a fish symbolizes the fear of giving birth to a weak child. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. But then another one says, um, it said that, uh, where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> oh, no. What? Um, what? It disappeared. Uh, it says... It disappeared. I don't understand. I think that's a sign. Oh, um, oh, (laughs) okay. It means that, um, if you give birth to a fish, it could mean that you are finally in a stage to be able to express your feelings more freely that have been disturbing you all your life. Interesting. Hmm. So we'll just, we'll just chew on that for a bit. We'll chew on that. Yeah, we'll let that (laughs) simmer. Okay, so, um... My next update is that my one grandma, she's like 70 years old. She. What grandma is this? My mom's grandma. My mom's mom. Your mom's mom? Oh, I love this lady. Okay. <laughs> so she's like 70. She has never learned how to drive. She could care less. And she like has a walker because she's lost feeling in her right leg and she's had like toes amputated and like her feet, she has no feeling in her feet that she stepped on a nail and had a nail in her foot that, and she never noticed for three days. Like she has no feeling in her foot. 
So she randomly Facebook messages me and says, don't tell anyone. And I love that because it's like, we're like preteen girls. Like, I'm going to tell you something, but you can't tell anyone without like no content. Um, And so she's like, I've been um, working really hard and I'm going for my driver's license finally. Your grandma. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, you can't. You don't have any feelings in your feet. How are you going to tell the weight of the pedal for gas or yeah. brake? Well, so, she just won't pass your license then. So this it's is, fun. I thought this was hilarious and kind of problematic. So we'll see. I'll let you know when I find out well, more. you know what? She's going to try it. I love this grandma, okay? She's going to try it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your next point. Okay, so this one's titled, I Lost a Fingernail. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I guess the theme for me this week is blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, same weekend I went home for Thanksgiving. On a Friday night, me and my mom get super wine drunk, okay? My dad is also there, but he's sober. And me and mom are watching a movie, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go pee, Okay. Meanwhile, I just got my fresh acrylic nails back, and they're long, because I like long witch nails, and I went to go wipe my asshole, and it clipped the toilet seat. (laughs) My middle fingernail on my right hand clipped the toilet seat and tore half of my nail, like, off. Oh, my God. And And because I'm drunk, it starts squirting blood all over the bathroom. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm trying to wipe my asshole, screaming at the top of my lungs. The dogs are freaking out. There's blood going everywhere. My fucking fingernail with so long acrylic nail is like hanging on to your life. And I look at it. There's a big chunk of skin on it. And I'm like, well, it's halfway on, and it hurts. I try pulling it off. I'm gonna like finish taking the nail off. I'm like, well, better do it now, right? I'm in so much pain though, and I'm like, nope, that shit's not gonna happen. Like this hurt more than getting my nipples pierced, and that's in a lot, okay? Because I have a really big pain tolerance, so I'm like screaming, and I'm like, I saw it on Like Jesus Christ, I was like, this shit happens to me all the time. And they're like. What's going on? What the fuck did you do now? They come up. I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm screaming. There's blood everywhere. I'm like, I gotta go to the hospital. Like, my fucking nail is like dangling. <laughs> my dad's there, and I like fucking push the nail back on my finger. I'm like, kill me a penalty. Kill me a back. And I like get stop screaming. You know, when you're in so much pain that like, you're just like, oh no! Like, <laughs> so much you just have to get that energy out because it was goddamn nail and so we pushed long story short i pushed the fingernail back on and like i'm the only one that's seen that there was a big chunk of skin that was also taken off so i'm like it's gonna fucking rebond it's gonna re bond to my fucking finger okay and everybody's like no it's fucking not and uh long story short i have a little nubbing finger now and i lost half of that nail like half of the nail bed's fucked, so that nail when it grows back is um, gonna be half the size of my actual nail bed. And um, 
it's going to take eight months for it to grow back, and I still have my long acrylic nails, so it's really fucking stupid. Um, but I was talking to my friend who's a firefighter, and he said that um, it should only take about a month, and it's actually healing up pretty quick. I'll send you a picture right away here of it, but yeah, that's the time I lost the fingernail. Yeah. I've never had that before. Like, even as a kid, I've never, like, lost a nail. You know, like when your nail just falls off or some shit, that's never happened to me. I'm just literally like one of the most painful things that has ever happened. I'm just having a visceral reaction to I'm just so lucky that I was not there because I d- did not ever want to see that. Nope. No, like there was so much blood. I was like, oof. Oof. There was a lot of blood. <laughs> so your uh, theme. Next time you get wine drunk, just be careful when you wipe your asshole. do <laughs> <laughs> your thing is. It's that uh, me and Foss went last last um, New Year's Eve. We went on vacation to to Winnipeg, and I might have said this on a previous podcast, but I I had nails then too, and my fucking nail clipped on the toilet seat in a public bathroom in the mall. And <laughs> only broke like the acrylic nail. This has happened to me before. I should know better. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the story, the discombobulated story of how I lost my fingernail on Thanksgiving 2018. Okay, your theme is blood. My theme, I guess, is service announcements of things that I cannot handle. Um, Okay. My next public service announcement is... I don't understand. If we have any straight men who are listening to our podcast, which I doubt that we do, but in the odd chance that we do, please answer me this question. What is the purpose of guys grabbing their dicks at the gym? Like these what? are they do that? These are straight men and they're literally having a conversation with other straight men and they keep grabbing their dicks. And all I could think about is that they must have STIs because a lot of guys don't get tested and they must have gonorrhea or syphilis and they're just me super itchy or uncomfortable, but they're constantly grabbing their dick. And literally, I watched these two guys have a 10-minute conversation and the one guy grabbed his dick 26 times. Like, that's not... 26 times? And whenever I think about when it would be more appropriate to grab your dick in public would be, like, at, like, a bathhouse or a gay bar if you're, like, making eye contact with someone and you're kind of grabbing your dick, like, let's, like, let's do it. But not in a gym setting with another straight guy. Like, what are you trying to say? So that's why I just, like, am thinking that this must be, like, sexual diseases because I just can't. I just can't. Like, why? Why? You're making me uncomfortable. Ew. Penises are weird. I could never. (laughs) You do a lot, so... I could never. (laughs) I could never have a dick. I I will never understand them. I don't get it. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, so this one is really short, but I'm still single, which is really unfortunate. So we're going to move on to the point after that. 
is that I have, because I'm still single, I can't relate to, like, the relationship. Well, I can because I've already been through it. But, like, right now, I'm kind of realizing that it's nice to be single in some aspects. Like, I still think that I'm a better person when I'm in a relationship. But right now, like, a lot of my close friends are going through, like, all these relationship problems. And it's really, like, affecting their lives. So, like, my question for you is, what are your thoughts on going back to somebody after they break up with you? <clears throat> you know, like, if they, like, if you're engaged and they call off the engagement and they move all their shit out and you're just so upset and, like, you're constantly trying to get them back. But, you know, like, my thoughts are, like, do you want me to walk out on you knowing that, like, this would be your reaction and why would you want them why would you want somebody like that in your life i don't know okay what are your thoughts? can i just give give the thought <laughs> of a beginning therapist <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this is gonna be like my cold-hearted therapist because i'm a very empath empathetic warm nurturing maternal person but literally if it's to the point where, like, they broke up, they moved out, like, they called off an engagement, let's just take a step back. And let's just yeah, really right? reflect, okay? We live on this thing called planet Earth, right? And yes. um, I just Googled in 2017. I know it's 2018. But in 2017... There is 7.53 billion people. That person walked out on you. You have so many more options. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They walked out. 7.5 billion other possible people. You have a lot of options. You are on a really big buffet. Or... If Lowe says it, a buffet. <laughs> yeah, it's a buffet, thank you. <laughs> so that is my cold-hearted therapist opinion. 7.53 billion people. Take a moment. I agree. Explore some options before going back to that person. Explore. Be curious. Just, just do yourself a favor. Give yourself some time and explore and deal. Don't just run back because I it's agree. easy. I know. I agree. And because, like, I've my son is going through this right now, and because I already went through that with my ex, I'm like, girl, been there, done that. Like, you need to just not. <laughs> it's best for both of you if you just not. I feel like I you just know? got into a very serious, like, moment, and I'm like, now get out of that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Like, why would you want somebody with that mentality towards you that are like, it's so easy to walk out on you, then, like, why? Like, why would you want to, no. Give your head a shake, but, reassess, um, feel your feelings, validate them, move on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think so. I'm glad that we're on the same page. We're just like, bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah. My next one, although it doesn't <laughs> deal with relationships, I feel like... It kind of does. <laughs> so, how do you feel about French fries, Lo? Uh, Lo? <laughs> I fucking love French fries. 
Okay. There's a certain thing that you don't mess with. French fries are good. There is options that you may add to a French fry to make it unique and taste different. But there are some things that you just never, never should ever try. It's an abomination. I'm not religious, but this is an abomination. So I was looking up gluten-free, like, vegan, like, side dishes. um, And I stumbled across probably some white woman that said, try making watermelon fries with coconut lime dip. Fries are supposed to be deep fried. Sorry, I was having a moment of silence for the deceased French fries. Watermelon fries. No, thank you. Take that abomination and burn it. Yeah, no, no, thank you. (laughs) On what planet? (laughs) Right, you were taking away... Just eat watermelon. Just eat watermelon or eat French fries. You don't need... No. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, that's some basic white girl thing. I don't know. And the funny thing is, is that if you look, like, at the shape of a a watermelon, yeah, it's like a giant potato. But it's green. Don't treat it as a potato. That skin is green. Potatoes are brown. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would, that's where I would like to leave it. Potatoes are brown. (laughs) Your next point, Lo. My next point is that last weekend I binged Making a Murderer and it fucking blew my mind. Like the second season. Have you watched it yet? No. Oh my god. Okay. I've been obsessed with grad school, so I have watched like no Netflix. Okay. So at Christmas time, you're going to binge the second season of Making a Murderer and then we'll further discuss this point. But like... I'm a little shook, and it also bothers me that none of, like, social media is talking about how crazy it is. That's the end of my point. Okay, we will we will bring that back up. The next thing that is probably just as triggering as season two of Making a Murderer is that what color are squirrels back home where you live, Lo? Brown or gray. Yeah, brown or gray. That's natural, right? In Montreal, the motherfucking squirrels are black. Like Satan squirrels. They're like black as night. <coughs> That's scary. Are they scary looking? How big are they? They they're the size of regular squirrels, but they look like Satan squirrels, and they're black. They are like if you're like ah, uh, I want like a matte black car. That's what they are. I don't like it. And it's every time I see them, I just get triggered and it's like, Satan squirrel, Satan squirrel. How many squirrels do you see in Montreal during, is it like that here? Uh, I would say about 7 to 12 a day walking to the metro. Crazy. Which is a lot because it's only like three blocks of outside walking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of saving <laughs> 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 Oh 
I just can't. Like, squirrels are not supposed to be black. If you asked a child, can you color in this coloring page of a squirrel? They wouldn't choose black. Brown. <laughs> brown. For sure they color it brown. So before I get a little too emotional over this weird ab- more abnormality, <laughs> what is your next? <laughs> My next point is called allergies. <clears throat> so I've been... I have, among all my fucking illnesses, one of them is that I was recently tested. I had a whole afternoon where at the hospital I was tested for, like, severe asthma, which, surprise, I fucking have. Anyway. So I finally get in to see my specialist. My breathing specialist. I don't know what his actual, like, doctor title, like, you know how, like, doctors are called, like, gynecologists? I don't know what his fucking title is. But he's a breathing specialist. And so I get in, and he's like, okay, so you have pretty severe asthma. Um, this is what you need to take for it. But I, I see from your blood work that you also have some really severe allergies as well. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, what is it going to be? He's like, so cats and dogs, it's like they're here. Like, that's pretty obvious. And then I think it's going to be, like, something, like, dairy and gluten or like some other food allergy like is popping up here but i have to do more tests on you so i'm like fuck so i think that is the most janky thing ever i'm like okay yeah so i already know that i'm lactose intolerant duh my parents were like duh we already know that you're gonna eat cheese anyway hashtag true listen to this bullshit that i was just told okay and no offense but I think that the gluten thing is like bullshit, okay, until now. So I'm like, okay, okay. So he's like, until we do more testing, like I can't tell you that for sure you're allergic to these things, but you should cut them out of your diet and see if it improves your breathing. And your world has changed. So for the past two weeks, I have cut uh, lactose and gluten out of my diet, and my breathing has improved tenfold. Yesterday, I had a 15-hour day at work, and I needed to eat some fucking noodles, and I had cream in my coffee, and I had an asthma attack. Hmm, interesting. You used to call bullshit on me all the time, and now you're seeing the benefits. (laughs) Fuck you. it's like, it's like, it's like, you know how people are like, I'm allergic to shellfish, and their throat closes up? That's what it's like for me. I'm like... It's a real life, it's a real life issue, people. It's not just like a pretend thing that natural crafts tell you, apparently. No, I've actually, um, in the last month, when I do cheat and have gluten, I've actually been having, um, like, I still have stomach issues, but I've actually been now getting migraines. And I've never had migraines before, and like... It's about a day or two days after eating some gluten that I'm still feeling the, like, effects on my body. And it's like, fuck. Crazy. Yeah, it really, like, affects my breathing. So, like, today I can still feel a little bit, but, man, I'm not fucking eating that shit no more. No, I'm eat rice noodles. Shellfish attack. Mm-mm, no, thank you. Okay, so mine is pet peeve. So, Ryan has never really had to use the bus to get around in his life because I grew up on an acreage. We had vehicles. 
We're not Amish. Because, <laughs> you know, Amish people <laughs> use the bus. Yeah, do they even take the bus? <laughs> but in Montreal, I have to take the bus. And I never realized how much I appreciate my, um, p- my uh, personal space. And you have to literally cram onto the bus in the morning and you feel like sardines and you get way too close to people. But mm-hmm. the thing that I don't understand is that back where we used to live, um, the bus would maybe stop every like six to 12 blocks in my past experience. In Montreal, I, I don't know if it's just my bus route, the bus stops like every motherfucking block. And I don't understand because I think people are extremely lazy that they will wait at the bus stop for for seven minutes. They will jump on the bus. The bus will go exactly one block and then they'll get off. Are you serious? And I can't handle it. I'm like, you waited seven minutes when it would have took you 30 seconds to walk the block. I don't understand. If someone can, like, fill me in on the mentality of taking the bus for one block, like, please do, because this is such a pet peeve of mine, and I feel like a horrible person, but I can't stand it. Like, stay off the bus. You can walk a block. It's probably probably more effort to, like, get on and off the bus than it is to walk. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You have to pay for the bus. You have to get upstairs. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. But, okay. That's annoying, yeah. Your next point. Yeah, that's, that's all my points. That's all I got for you. That's all your points? That's all of them, yeah. Oh, my God. I still got more. Nope, not today. Okay. So, I'm, I, re- I feel like we need to go really in-depth on this. And okay. put this... Try and <sighs> imagine yourself in this position. Okay. Okay. So, Lo, you meet the love of your life. Okay. <laughs> Try to imagine that. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine that. That's just imaginary. <laughs> That'll never happen in real life. <laughs> okay. Okay. But okay. sadly, in this position, you have to fall in love with a male unfortunately yeah so you're you fall in love with this male you have a beautiful beautiful let's say 35 years of marriage okay okay Mm -hmm. they suddenly die no okay they suddenly die. I feel like I'd probably die, too. No, no, no. You live. You're healthy. The gluten isn't killing you fast enough. Okay. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Do you miss this person? Do I miss them? Of course I miss them. Do you miss them enough to pay $10,000 to get no. their human <laughs> remains Put into a sex toy. No, I don't miss them that much. That's <laughs> fucked up. Are you serious? I read an article where this man designed a dildo 
that you take the human remains of your lover and you put it inside the dildo. Like it's like it's in a capsule, so it's not like it's being released inside you. And it it's ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. You know what this reminds what? I feel like you can make that yourself. Just like get like cremated remains and make a fucking you know how they have like those dildo like you can make a dildo out of your partner's dick? Yeah. Like just do that and just like mix remains in there. I just like I was like on any planet, no matter what part of grieving I was in, would I ever want to put their ashes into a dildo and put it into my butthole? <laughs> That's pretty fucking wild. I mean you gotta give those people props. There's obviously people that like want that. Oh, what I'm picturing in my head that's making me cringe so much, though, is that, like, I don't like the idea of old people having sex, and I know that you're obsessed with it, but, like, I'm, like, picturing an old woman using a fucking dildo. <laughs> it's not nice. It's not a nice picture. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just I can't. can't. I want to segue into a very different topic now. (laughs) So, I don't know what it is, but I'm in a committed relationship, but I keep getting put into weird situations of people, of guys, cruising me in bathrooms. Oh, Oh, that's awkward. And, like, bathrooms to me are, like... They're used to, like, eliminate something, and they're dirty. Like, please no. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. I went, so I had three cups of coffee in the morning in my university class. And right after class, I ran to the washroom. Like, I had to pee so badly. Like, three cups of coffee. So I ran into the washroom. I literally dropped my bag on the floor, which was such a mistake because, ew, floor, bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) But I ran to, like, the middle urinal, and I was, like, just, like, was peeing. And then I had this, like, weird feeling that the guy beside me was, like, like, looking at me. Like, Like, you know when you're, like, oh, my God, like, someone's watching me? Yes. So I turn over, and the guy in the next urinal is jerking off. Shut up. And not looking o- at you? Not only is he jerking off, he is looking at me and basically show me, showing me his dick. And I literally, like, froze and looked down, and I was like, pee faster, pee faster. But, like, I drank three cups of coffee. I was going to be there for a while. Which is giving the wrong... Is giving the wrong impression that I'm taking forever. So, then... I'm just in my head being like, please go away, please go away. I'm still peeing. Hurry up, hurry up. 
He then pulls out his phone. He Googles gay porn and puts it on the urinal between us so I can see the gay porn playing. And all I was like, first off, I... At the, at, uni- the at the university. And all and all I could think was, okay, you just put your phone that you touch with your hands and your hands touch food that go in your mouth. You just put your phone on top of a urinal, which is dirty as fuck. Gross. Second oh off, God. how ballsy are you to be jerking off in a urinal and be showing me gay porn as I'm stuck there peeing? Oh my god. So I don't even know. I just like feel like bathrooms need to be more gender neutral so that I don't get in these positions because I hate going to the washroom with other guys. <laughs> I just hate it. I just hate it. I feel like that that's pretty ballsy though. You gotta give him props for that. I know. And at the same time I'm like, please don't be ballsy with me. <laughs> oh man so you know how ryan or i mean me i'm talking about myself in third person loves <laughs> loves like titles and categories so yeah. i have this title down that says philosophy with ryan oh god okay and my philosophy that i wrote twenty dollars is an actual adult dollar. When, is, when we were That's kids, nothing. $20 could buy the world. And now $20 barely buys a hamburger. Like, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, so that's my philosophy. If you want to write a book, quote me, cite me, do all that stuff. That's amazing. <laughs> Okay, uh, the next one is, oh, this kind of goes with the weird things that I was talking about earlier. So, yesterday I found out, I'm really interested in fetishes and how they get started on, like, a psychological basis for people. Mm-hmm. And I just found out that this is an actual thing, that people have cast fetishes. Like... So, C-A-S-T, like, people who break an arm and have a cast on, they want want to have sex with people who have leg casts with uh, arm casts, like, it's a turn-on. Oh my god, what? So... Like, do they want to have sex with the cast? Not really. Not really. So, I read about it, and they're called casters. <laughs> and so, um, they interviewed this guy, and he talked about how um, the thing that turns them on is that um, having um, sex with a woman that has a cast on, like on her leg or on her arm, it creates interesting sex positions because of the uh, the inability to move in certain ways that's a turn on the other turn on is that she's kind of helpless because she can't do everything because of the cast like it's like 
getting in the way, and that's a huge turn on. That's wild. That yeah. fucking wild. Yep. Yeah. So interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> I can't imagine that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I have, which is really old, um, is my obsession of the week, but this must have been, like, the beginning of October. (laughs) (laughs) But if you haven't binge-watched the show on Netflix, Atypical, you need to go see it. They uploaded season two, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. I love that show. But there was a quote, there was a quote that I wrote down, and I think, um, it was when it was the autism group and they were talking about the worst things that they could ever experience. And mm-hmm. um, uh, someone brought up that, like, the worst thing that could ever happen was dying alone. And one of the other individuals in the group said, no, you know what's worse than dying alone? Living in a life with no chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> And I literally have never felt connected to a character as much as that. Same, yeah, same. <laughs> uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is that this is a thing. Uh-huh. I love, I love embarrassing pooping stories. Like that is my like dirty obsession. Yeah. Story of my life. I broke a fucking fingernail. Right? I love hearing people be in these horrible situations that are revolved around pooping. It's so funny. Like, I think, like, if I'm ever going to pee, um, pee myself from laughing, it's going to be from a story of someone in that situation. Yeah. So, um, there's now a thing on Snapchat called Snap Crap. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, (laughs) um, it says in San Francisco, they have a huge public pooping epidemic and it is about that there is so much people pooping in the streets and in public places that they're trying to fight the, the good feces fight, they say. By making an app called Snapcrap, and it works like Snapchat, but instead of sending selfies, the users of Snapcrap send photos of um, turds straight to the local government that they find on the street. Oh my god. Is it working? I don't know, but it just started, and I'm so intrigued. That is wild. I love that. You imagine just walking around and trying to find poop and snapping it to your local government. That'd be fun. I feel like we would do that. We would just walk around downtown looking for poop. So, you know, there's an app for everything. Literally everything. (laughs) (laughs) But it's that time of the podcast. Da-da-da-da-da-da. World News with Ryan. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, I only have two stories. But okay. 
the first title of the first story, you need to figure out if it is happening in the world, if it's happening in the United States, or if it's, or if it's happening in Canada. All right. <sighs> Pineapples were found filled with 67 kilograms of cocaine. Oh, I saw this. This was in the States. No. It was at no? Madrid. Oh, okay, but I did see that. That's pretty wild. But okay. literally, <laughs> that is so smart. They were taking a full pineapple and they would hollow it out, fill it full of cocaine, and then hot glue gun it and send it across the border. And the border patrol dogs couldn't sniff out the cocaine because of the pineapple. Because all they could smell was pineapple. And the only reason why they got busted is because some of the cocaine-filled pineapple were got mixed up and sold at a market. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a fuck up. <laughs> right? Could you imagine going to, like, a little, like, local farmer's market, buying a pineapple, and trying to cut it open at home and finding all of this cocaine? Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I'd be like, is it my birthday? <laughs> yeah, right, we would never do blow. <laughs> We'd be like, uh, what are we doing then? <laughs> people, <laughs> I've heard people rubbing blow on their anus. You know what I discovered is weed lube, apparently, and it allows women to have multiple orgasms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've heard of that too because it like it like relaxes those muscles. So yeah, and pot is legal in Canada now. So hallelujah! Except where I live, none of the stores opened on time, and we also don't have any online stores open in our province yet. Yes, yes. So, but way to go, Canada! Way to go! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Nothing bad has happened yet. The next story is titled Baby Poop Probiotic Cocktail Could Help Fight Disease. No, I would never. <laughs> I don't know. Where is that? You, need, Canada. you need to guess. They're taking baby poop and using oh, it as a probiotic. No, not here. Not in my country. <laughs> Is it? Where is it? It's in North Carolina. Oh, fuck yeah, it's not here. (laughs) (laughs) Never. I would never. So this study was done with 34 infants, and they collected their poop out of their diapers. And they found that the newborn's poop was full of... Uh, gut bacteria and fatty acids and these make them more resilient to illnesses that attack the immune system so you know a doctor is like why don't we just put this in some medication and feed it to people who are sick with cancer or diabetes no (laughs) yeah so it's really gross uh I can't i can't but the article goes on to say uh that 
They're going to try using it on people with diabetes, obesity, autoimmune disorders, and cancers to see if it can help them. And I just can't. Can you imagine being a part of that study? Like getting paid to, to, to fucking take those poop pills? No. Like, I, I can't. Like, oh, I can't imagine I can knowing that you're eating no. poop. No, I could never. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm totally behind. Um, I used to take these pills that were made out of um, n- newborn breast milk, and they like that's heal. Different. But that is like that's different than baby poop. Yeah, breast milk is different than poop for sure. It is. You're meant to eat breast milk. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. But yeah, that's all of my uh, updates. That's all Ryan has. That's all that I got. I was done a lot earlier than you. <laughs> so we literally spent 57 minutes talking about random shit. I hope all our listeners, or lack of listeners, or quiet listeners that don't want to interact with us or get things in the postage, like souvenirs, free souvenirs, or free letters from Ryan, <laughs> enjoy that podcast. You'll never know. Go to our to our Tumblr page, QueerFieldPodcast.tumblr.com. I want to mail you great things. Just let me mail you stuff. It's a need. I'm asking for it to be met. Please meet my need. Exactly. <laughs> Bye. Bye.